Kelly, you can relax. That's fun. <laughs> that was great fun, hey? Yeah. And it's, it's awesome to be here. Obviously, the thing that's brought us together is golf. Yeah. And I've seen from enough stuff online that golf has a huge role to play in your life. Yeah. And I'm just wanting to dive into that, really, and, and wondering when it first came into your life. I was 23. I'm now 50. I started playing when I was 23. I played a few times as a kid, but I didn't love golf. I just, I just didn't really understand the mechanics of the swing, and <clears throat> it didn't really speak to me. Mm. But I, I would go through my teenage years. I'd go once a year, and we'd play this course called the Sam Snead Par Three Course in Titusville, Florida, and um, and it was just like a challenge with me and my three best friends, basically to see if anyone could ever make a par. But we'd go bet money and. You'd probably win with a five on a par three back then. <laughs> but uh, uh, when I was 23, I went to play with a friend one day, and I hit a couple, I hit two shots that kind of came pure off the club face. And uh, and I said, oh, let's go play again tomorrow. And I played the next day, and I bought a set of clubs within a week, and I was just hooked. Awesome. So got really into it, and as I was telling you, I'm, I wanted to be self-taught. I don't know, maybe I'm a little bit stubborn or something, but it probably in some ways helped, in some ways hurt. It probably... It probably slowed my knowledge of the game in a way, but made me understand certain things better. Mm -hmm. um, but I needed someone outside to see my ten tendencies and, and to start filming it and that kind of thing. But I don't know, I just love the game. And it's, uh, it's something you can do with anyone from all walks of life. And uh, it's really, a, I find it to be really like a challenge against yourself. Mm. Um, what you've done before and if you can match it and if you can repeat it if you can better it and learn more and um, It's kind of an icebreaker for a lot of people, mm. you know, like music would be or sports or something like that so Yeah, any yeah. Other sports surfing is that way in a lot of ways for people so many people from different walks of life surf now and it's uh, it's, a, it's a real lifestyle lifelong lifestyle sport mm. like golf would be Interesting. Yeah, if you could describe Kelly Slater in three words. How would you describe yourself? Uh, <laughs> gosh, I don't know. Um, I've always been driven. Uh, uh, complex in, in many ways, I think. Um, but uh, also simple. So it's a, I don't know. We're, everyone's a little bit diverse and dynamic in their lives. And I, I think that I relate to those different principles in, in a lot of ways. Where do you think that complexity specifically stems back to? Um, this is where you get into like psychology of people and uh, the subconscious and all that kind of stuff. But mm. I've done enough therapy over the years in various ways with friends and professionals to start to understand myself. But it, it really comes from family dynamics. I, I grew up in a broken home with parents that were fighting a lot and um, and uh, they were never able to I think find themselves through because uh, they, they sort of they just had a lot of troubles with the with the marriage as when we were kids and and um, uh, you know people need to be whole before they come together I think and <clears throat> I was the middle child and kind of the mediator of the family and I tried to understand mom and dad and and um, my older brother was much more vocal and and um, my younger brother was much more quiet than me and so I, I felt like I took on a few different roles as a kid trying to fix things and um, and then when I found surfing it it felt like 
sort of comfort and like solace for me, I guess. And I used to just stay out in the water and and just all day long and all night long imagine how to ride a wave and how to surf better, how to do it to perfection in my mind. And um, I think I've been that way about, around a lot of things in my life. And uh, I think everybody's blessing is a curse. You know, everyone has uh, great aspects of what they're good at and it also challenges them to, to understand who they are better. But so that's that's probably it. I'm I've always been sort of a perfectionist and overthinker. Hmm. So, yeah. so interesting. How do you think your life would look, Kelly Slater, without surfing? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I I would hope that I had, would have found music early on. Um, I've been playing music. I've been playing guitar and sort of writing since I was in my late teens, but. I would hope I would have found it early on, or maybe jiu-jitsu, which I have a passion for. I don't, I don't do a lot, but I did some martial arts. I was into some taekwondo and karate when I was a kid. Mm. There was a, a guy named Don Wilson, Don the Dragon Wilson, and he was a world champion at taekwondo, and he spent six months a year in my hometown, and I used to go to his dojo when I was a little kid and train. And um, I was kind of like tough as a little kid, but then I my personality changed a lot. I, I actually started sparring with some kids really? in the gym and I kicked the kid really hard in the leg and he started crying and I felt really bad and I didn't <laughs> want to do it anymore. Oh, so, no. um, but I didn't have that killer instinct when it came to fighting, but, um, it was, which is funny because as a little kid, I fought a lot in school and then I just completely went the opposite way as mm -hmm. I got older. Um, but I, I really do love martial arts. Um, always been a huge fan of Bruce Lee and, um, uh, but I'm a big UFC fan, and I, I'm good friends with a lot of fighters and world champ jiu-jitsu guys, mm -hmm. and it's really kind of fun to be sort of in the inner circle to some degree and 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 understand the game. I I roll a little bit. I I've, I've done a number of years of jiu-jitsu, but um, I'm not as proficient in in uh, doing it as I am in understanding as I watch. But uh, I really love it and. Um, a lot of those guys surf, so there's a big crossover between jiu-jitsu and, and surfing. A lot of surfers are black belts in jiu-jitsu, so there's been this sort of trade-off between the wow. two. Wow. Yeah. Why do you think that is? I don't know. I, I think it's a lot of it's because there's a lot of surfers are working out, and and the the bulk of jiu-jitsu came out of Brazil, and most of those Brazilians are from Rio, and they live on the beach, and so it's surfing, soccer, and uh, and jiu-jitsu. Yeah. And um, so it's like a trifecta for a lot of their lives. The, the Gracies, a lot of the Gracies surf. And um, they came up with, they really innovated what jiu -jitsu, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu is. Mm -hmm. And um, so Hickson and um, a number of his brothers all surf, so, yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. What role does golf come into the, to the picture here? What role does golf play in your life now? Um, it's, it's a pretty big piece. I, I play a lot of golf throughout the year. I mean, uh, most weeks I'm playing a couple times a week. Um, so those are like whole days dedicated to golf. I would say I, I, there's a lot of months of the year I golf more than I surf now. Um, but that's not uncommon. I did that the first couple of years I started golfing. I was probably golfing more than I was surfing. I, was, I became super addicted to it. <laughs> but I felt like it helped, it helped me visualize uh, my surfing in a different way. 
and I think it really helped me. And and competitively, it helped me a lot. Oh. I had my best years surfing competitively after I started golfing, and um, I think it put my mind in a certain way to try and analyze the the field and figure out how to to maximize what was there. Really? Yeah. Can you tell me more more about that? No. <laughs> it's top secret. <laughs> well. I, I, I started, I read Ben Hogan's Five Lessons and it got me visualizing like the plane of the swing and stuff. And then I started thinking, well, there's mechanics in surfing. There's the, the body has to work with the board and the wave in a certain way. And so I started to relate the way my shoulders were and my stance was and, and the sequencing of my body as I rotated or, or compressed or pushed with my legs. Um, and I started to envision it in a different way. And so I, I came up with some some theories about how my body relates to the board and the wave. And it, I could always find what I would call a neutral position, no matter what part of the wave I was on. And from there I could go right or left and, um, real easily, or I could stall or increase my speed. And I, I really got it down to kind of the basics. And, <clears throat> and um, it, there was a, a really basic move that I used in order to get myself in the right position. And basically it was, I trained myself by grabbing the rail of my board when I turned to my left. Mm. And what that did was drop my back shoulder, push my hips forward and compress me down into the board. And it kept me in a really stable position. And um, a lot of surfers will turn and they drop their front shoulder and, and kind of look this way and put your weight in your front heel and it, you can easily fall and you're not stable from there. So what it did was it, it really centered my weight between my feet. And it sort of became my neutral stance. And um, yeah, and I would relate that to golf a little bit, like a strong grip or a neutral or a weak grip. Yeah. And, and uh, I started to think about surfing in that way. Whoa. And um, I think I stumbled onto a lot of things that people didn't know or understand in surfing uh, because of golf. Really? Yeah. I guess many people believe that kind of multi-sport can help one excel in, in one sport. Mm-hmm which seems to be the case for you. Yeah, I think I think for sure it can. It's It opens up your mind to different things. It's like learning a different language. I think it's really healthy for people to learn different languages because yeah. it, it makes sure, it, they've proven that it changes the way your neural pathways work. Yeah. And um, it makes you think in a different capacity mm -hmm. and different sports do that. I think if you just are so in, in your lane your whole life it, it, it doesn't help you to expand the, the idea. So a lot, of, a lot of great innovations in the world just come from people's ideas and thoughts, and those come from being inspired or a, a, having a, a seed planted from some, something someone said that saw something different or something they did that might be a metaphor for the, the thing they're trying to accomplish. Um, so I think, it's, I think it's really good to cross-train your brain and your body uh, in different ways. Mm. Yeah. You mentioned a little bit about your kind of early beginnings and your upbringing in a, in a broken home and finding solace somehow in, in mm. the water. At what point did you realize in your life that you had something extra special that you could go on and become world champion 11 times and all the mm. rest of it? Um, well, I don't think all of a sudden I realized I could be 11 time world champion. That <laughs> took a while. Um, I, uh, when I was 10 years old, I won the East Coast Surfing Championships. That was in 1982. And um, I remember coming home afterwards and, and I was really proud of myself and excited, but I was also like kind of shy and embarrassed about it. Like, 
Um, I'm, I remember signing my first autograph at 10 years old. This woman, at my, my mom worked for these people at a little cafe by the beach, and the wife said, I need you to sign this. Give me your autograph, because you're going to be famous one day. And I was like so like shy about it, and it took me about 30 minutes to, I didn't know what to write, or if I should write something, or if I just said my name, and I was like so embarrassed. And didn't want anyone to see me, so I was trying to hide from other people so they couldn't see me sign my name. She's like, just sign the paper, like it's not a big thing. But, uh, um, so that was my first sort of big win as a kid. And then when I was 13, I won a pro event as an amateur uh, against all the local and East Coast pros, which there were some really good surfers that had surfed internationally. Um, you know, and guys that were in their 20s and 30s probably. And, um, and I think when I won that, I realized, okay, there's li really something here for me. I had already won the U.S. championships by that time at 12 years old. And then um, uh, through my teenage years, it just was, I was just so dedicated to competition. I won the East Coast Championship six times in a, in a row, and then I won the U.S. Championship four times in a row. And by that time, I was 16, 17 years old. And um, then I was thinking about trying to win. I w really wanted to win the World Amateur event, which I never did. Um, and uh, a lot of people thought that was a proving ground. If you, if you can't win the World Amateur, you're not going to be a great pro. Yeah. Strangely enough, there's only, a, I think, one or two people who ever won the World Amateur that went on to have a great pro career, which is odd, because mm. you think a Tiger win the U.S. Amateur or something, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and how that just would set somebody off into it. But it, it wasn't a real great indicator of what your pro career was going to be. Right. Um, so the best I ever did in that was fifth. And I, I actually, I surfed that in 1990 in Japan, and then I didn't surf it again until 2019 They've opened up what used to be the World Amateur to pros as well now, and I surfed it again at the same beach in Japan in 2019, 29 years later, and I got fifth again. Yeah. <laughs> fifth place in both. Um, so it's just one hurdle I haven't been able to get over in my career, but I uh, yeah, figured out the world title thing. Mm. And um, yeah, so probably when I was 10, thir uh, 10 was sort of the first thought in my head, but 12, 13 years old, I started to realize I could have something. And it was when I was... 15 was when I first started making a little bit of money. Right. And um, so my mom didn't have to give me any lunch money anymore. I was yeah. making about 100 bucks a week from a sponsor. Awesome. I think I got 105 bucks a week. <laughs> and I get, you know, I was getting free boards at that time and clothing and stuff. So yeah. the wetsuits. So that was pretty nice. Mm. Um, as a kid, when I first started getting surfboards, it was like one board a year for the first few years that I surfed that our parents could afford you know, sell the old board, get a new board, that kind of thing. Yeah. And that new one better work because yeah, <laughs> you know, we couldn't go get a whole bunch of boards back then. They didn't have shaving machines and it, it, kids' boards were pretty rudimentary at the time. Right. Yeah. So that kind of resilience, I mean, having played around the golf with you today, I can see it even out on the golf course, just how focused you are and you've got a kind of different level of intensity that you bring to your golf, which, hmm. you know, We've had a really casual round out there, but you can sense that, I guess, attention to detail that you have that is noticeable in someone that's just great, greater than everyone else. And I'm wondering if you think that's something you can teach, and if not, wh where did you get it? I don't know. I mean, throughout throughout life, everyone formulates the way that they approach things, and um, you know some people take things really lightheartedly something some some people take things too much to heart and too seriously and um, 
I, I think your personality dictates the way you approach something. And um, things that I really love doing physically keep my attention span really well. Mm -hmm. Whereas if I get bored, you're like I might as well be somewhere else on the earth. <laughs> I'm just not interested. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, you know, if I have to sit in a business meeting and hear numbers or something, I just I fall asleep and mm -hmm. start looking at my phone or something. But um, surfing, golf, jujitsu, like certain physical things really keep my attention. And um, if I'm not having a great round of golf, like today I played okay, but I didn't score great. Uh, but I still like that challenge. If you if you end up kind of going backwards on this on the scorecard, let's see if I can make something happen here and kind of yeah. turn it around to where maybe I can use that later on. Mm. Like, yeah, I'm not having my best round today, but maybe I can draw on something here mentally so I can keep myself in a game mm. later on. Mm. And um, and also, like, I, I think the better you are at something, the more fun it is. I just, you know, yeah. I, I mean, it must be really fun to 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 be Rory today at yeah, yeah. the old course, uh, shooting seven under at whatever shot or, um, you know, coming from behind and shooting 10 under to win a tournament. Dave Duvall, the time he shot 59 to win. Yeah. Um, th there's probably nothing more fun in the world than using your skill to come from behind and win. And I know that from surfing, obviously. Um, it's when it's your job and you're getting paid for it and all that, that's a huge bonus. Mm -hmm. But when it's just something fun, it's, uh, I don't know, the better you do it, the more rewarding, I think. Mm. Yeah. So moving forward now, you know, you've met a lot of people, you've been on a wild adventure in your life. And something that we ask everyone on the channel and our guests that we've been lucky to spend time with so far is, what impresses you about a person? Um, I think humility impresses me. Probably humility and um, I, I understand there's, there's some people who can appear to be really uh, like have a big ego but that's like a protection but once you get past that you know, I've met a lot of people in this world. I've met, like, everybody, you know. Yeah. Um, and there's a lot of people that you might think from the outside seem really cold and whatever, but when you get to know them and know the person they are, they're, they're different. But uh, we've all got some kind of protective layer around us mm -hmm. energetically. Um, beyond that, uh, when you get beyond that and somebody's really humble inside, you can see sometimes the ego is insecurity or something. I mean, it usually is, but... Um, once you get past somebody's protective measure and just see who the person really is for who they are. Mm -hmm. I know I'm not myself when I'm in public a lot, when I'm at competitions and I'm having to deal with thousands of people or whatever. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm, uh, I, I'm probably an asshole sometimes. <laughs> I don't mean to be cause I'm not that type of person, of course. but I don't, I need to like, I feel like the need to protect myself in some way. Of course. And, um. So I like I know I'm a nice person to basically everyone I meet, especially people who don't know who I am. I'm even nicer too. Mm. Um, but so I like that in people. I like when I like when you can get to who the person is. Mm -hmm. um, like just here today, we had Bill Murray playing with teed off right before us, and I really like Bill. Sometimes he's not totally there with you, but the second he is, he's completely there, and he's like your old friend that you knew as a little kid, you know. Yeah. And that's how you think he would be. Mm. Um, I just use him because he's probably, you know, the most famous non-golfer here. And um, and he comes to all these things, and he's really fun to be around. And mm. um, We've had a few rounds of golf together, so it's been, been a fun fun person to know in my life. 
but yeah, I think I think just being a human, just being personable with people is a, is a good quality. Mm. And what's next, Kelly? Here we are, 2022. Yeah. What do the next five years look like for Kelly Slater? Um, I don't have any solid plans other than at, at some point I'm going to end up stopping the full-time competition. As a kid, I um, when I started making money and I started traveling around the world and falling in love with places, I started to buy apartments or homes in yeah. different places. So people ask me where I live and I, I really don't know how to answer. I still feel like I am from Florida and live, that's like my home. When I get home to Florida, I feel like, okay, this is me, this is who I am. Mm -hmm. um, uh, but I've sort of collected places and not done a lot with them. So I was just thinking how I want to redo, my, I just bought an old home in Florida, I want to redo it. And uh, sort of that and my place in Hawaii, mm -hmm. I want to redo them and make them like my ultimate like spa rehab center for myself because awesome. I have a lot of injuries and um, you know I've I've had ankle injuries, foot injuries. I've broken each feet, each foot twice. Um, I almost broke both ankles about two years ago, and I had a lot of problems with that for quite a while afterwards. Yikes! Um, at the same time, like stupid bike accident oh no <laughs> trying to jump and i jumped off my bike oh, and no. um um and like i've i have an issue with my spine i have a lot of scoliosis i mean a lot i have scoliosis right. like i have a lot of turn in my lower back so it's something i need to really work on daily and um you know as we age we stiffen up and i have a guy that i work with that is he's all about healthy water and nutrients and um and uh, I do a stretching body work, like massage class with him every week with about four guys when I'm in California. And this guy went from not being able to like touch his toes to now he can stand on one foot and put his other foot next to his head like this. And he's 69 years old. No way. Yeah, and he's like so flexible. And oh he just can word. do the splits in any different direction and going handstands wow. and all the way back down. Like he's so strong now and he's a thin guy, you know. He's, well, he's but, the coach or he was someone No, in the he's class. just a, he's just like this guy, was a snowboarder, surfer, skater, like BMX. Okay, got all, you. And when he was 50 years old, he couldn't touch his toes. Oh my word. And then to the last 20 years, he's just completely committed to health. He's like totally addicted to health and, um, and stretching and working out your body. And so many people I think give up. That's the one thing that um, I, I love is like people who are surf fans uh, of mine uh, especially guys who are around my age, they're like, man, keep going for the old guys. And like, I don't feel old, but sometimes like the injuries catch up and I'm like, oh, I don't feel so, so hot. So mm -hmm. I, I think the rest of my life is going to be a lot of rehab sort of daily forever. Just make it part of your program. But you know, the heat and the ice and, um, um, just working out, eating really good food, uh, you know, just cut out the sugar and alcohol and that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. and, I've been thinking about longevity for 30 years already, and it's it's paid off for me because I'm 50 and still on tour, and I think the next oldest guy is probably mid 30s. So, I, I it's it's a uh, it's a lot more fun to feel good than uh, than to forget about that along the way and not take care of your body. Totally, so, yeah. Yeah, so I I see. I want to redo my homes, and, but build these like rehab centers in them for awesome. myself and my family wow. and friends that's amazing and um sign me up yeah exactly <laughs> i want it to be just be a place where like anyone knows they can come over and we'll work on getting better that's amazing and, um 
and play a lot of golf, surf a ton. Yeah. Um, I'm super passionate about um, board design and fin design, and um, I, I still I still feel like my best surfing's ahead of me. So I my mind is in that place like where I still have to grow and be inspired by new stuff and um, yeah just be better at 60 than 50 you know like somehow yeah that's that's the goal is is in, uh, have your physical health so you can enjoy enjoy the, the world we have the yeah. people around you cheers yeah. to that Kelly that sounds awesome well thank you so much again for your time right. today really yeah, really sure. appreciate it of course and I think it's time that we went into tiny eh? let's yeah. go and get a drink for sure let's go <laughs> first round's on me all right <laughs>